The Haith is a land of endless possibility. Between vast stretches of land and sea are communities of animal folk, living life and sharing in its wonder. Flocks of buggy creatures also share in the bounty of the land, from herds of bumbles to beetles to moths delivering letters by moonlight. And although the war was recent and not forgotten, a widespread culture of hospitality and kindness fills the hearts of many. The lonely conquerors of the past will remain as such. So what are you waiting for? Journey is out there, just waiting for you to dive in, and stories are waiting to be found. Come join us for another adventure and see what lies ahead. And don't forget to start with your left foot forward. folks, and welcome to Left Foot Forward. I am your host, Jonah, or Daisy, and this is a Wander Home actual play series where we build the wonderful land of Haith together and fill the world with beautiful stories. Wander Home is a game written by J-Dragon and published by Possum Creek Games. If you wish to check out the game, you can find the link to the website in the episode description. As always, we have a guest on our show today. Uh, hello and welcome. Uh, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself? Say hello to the class. <laughs> Hi, uh, my name is Adela. Thank you for having me on the podcast. <laughs> of course. Thank you for joining me. I hope uh, I hope it meets our expectations. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very excited and I believe in us. <laughs> Yay. Me too. I'm always excited with this game. <laughs> uh, Anyway, uh, uh, thank you again so much. Uh, Basically, what's going to happen is we will build your character uh, throughout this first portion as I expertly switch between character creation and interview mode. Uh, You know, if I I hype myself up for it, I'll do it perfectly. Um, And we'll, we'll talk about TTRPGs in general and add some things to the world of Haith and just get ready to play this awesome game. Um, and then we'll roll into to some actual play and, and really set up the world even more. Sounds good. So first off, um, I'll start off with the interview question that, uh, that sets the scene. And it's about uh, your experience with TTRPGs. Uh, I know a lot of interview style shows will be like, when did you start? Blah, 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 which is interesting, I guess. And if you want to talk about that, you can. But I'm more interested in in like how long have you been have been using them? What do you like to use them for? Uh, is Do you play one specific game? Do you have many different favorites? Uh, yeah. Oh, boy. Um, for Delio. <laughs> <laughs> I started, I mean, technically the first time I played D&D was one tiny, not finished game for one session in university like seven years ago. But I don't count that 
and I don't count any of the times <laughs> I played D&D after that, which was like five times, because I don't Mood. like D&D. <laughs> uh, then I started- it's such a struggle I, to like and not yeah, like it. <laughs> then I listened to Friends at the Table and started, well, joined the community that uh, is fans of Friends at the Table playing games. And that is when I just started playing games twice a week three times a week <laughs> every different type of game and fell in love with them and that was in 2019 early 2019 and so i've been basically playing several games a month since then of a variety of kinds <laughs> that's amazing i love that show <laughs> and then i started making actual plays and then i started writing games last year so oh dang awesome <laughs> Uh, I don't know. Do you have any games in development or, or ones that are released that you particularly proud of? Okay. So I have a game that is, is being kickstarted right now. It will be over by the time this episode comes out. So I can't plug the Kickstarter, but, uh, the game, plug is the game called, though, do it. <laughs> the game is called Wisp. It's a two player TTRPG about, uh, a will of the wisp leading a, mor- a mortal through a swamp. Um, and I am very proud of it. I love it very much. Uh, the Kickstarter is doing really well. And so once that's over and I can put it back on my itch page, uh, it'll be really nice. So I'm very excited about it. That's <laughs> I also amazing. I have a couple of other I'm games obsessed. on my itch page already, which are all about <sighs> Fae because I love Fae. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so cool. Uh, definitely. Uh, hey, everybody, go check that out. Uh, I'll I'll put a link in the episode description. <laughs> Flowerfay.io. Uh, <laughs> there you go. Nice. Um, that's amazing. Uh, I love that. I'm just thinking about. I'm just thinking about Faye now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I um I some I was thinking about what like my favorite TTRPG is that I've ever played, and it's really hard to choose because I've played a lot. But I think it has to be Under Hollow Hills, which is the first Fae game I played mm. by Vincent Baker, and it's incredible. That's amazing. Honestly, I I guess I'm kind of a faker. Uh, I don't know a lot of games, uh, sadly. Uh, I always love to explore more, though. I, I was obsessed with Wanderhome have... when I found it. Yeah. Uh, Part of me feels like a faker when I'm like, the only games that I know slash want to play are the ones they play on Friends at the Table. <laughs> <laughs> they but didn't play I know Wander Home more. on Friends at the Table. Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> Wait till they hear about me. <laughs> no, no, just kidding. But that'd be cool, you know. Uh, that'd be fun. <laughs> uh, there are so many good games out there and you have much, lots of time to play them, I'm sure. Eventually. Hopefully. <laughs> that is the goal. It's one of the reasons I wanted to do this. I want to meet meet lots of interesting people and play lots of interesting games and build really interesting worlds. Um I guess I guess I'll roll right into the next half of that question then, since since we're talking about favorite games so much. Um it's uh it's what's your favorite thing that TTRPGs let you do? What what's the thing that keeps you coming back for more? It it brought me back to the f- like free and unabashed 
exploration of like storytelling that you had as a kid like Mm. telling stories with your friends and like playing make-believe that's what ttrpgs are like i'm just making up fantasy stories every day with my friends and make believe for adults <laughs> literally literally that's what it is but it also is like super fulfilling and like yeah like helps you get through tough times and is can be really emotional sometimes and helps with like figuring yourself out as a person as you play a bunch of different characters it's super valid really cool it is my favorite thing <laughs> It amazes me every time I like play a game and I'm like, wow, I'm actually feeling things. Yeah. This this is but but this is a a piece of paper. <laughs> what? A piece of paper and things that I'm making up in my head and I'm crying about it. What's happening? <laughs> <laughs> oh, so good. Uh that's awesome. I guess uh as an extension to that, is there is there something within that in particular that made you want to start writing games or is it kind of just an extension of that same feeling? That's a good question. I did not think a year ago that I was going to write ever write any games because I just thought I was like in awe of games writers and was like, I could never do that. I do not have the, I have the creativity, creativity to use something that someone has already built and make Mm -hmm. a story out of it, but make to, to, to build the foundation of it. I was like, I don't think I could do that. But then I just, I don't know. I just had an idea. Really, it started with it having a really good name for a game, which was my first game, mm. Bife Do Crimes. And I was like, I have to write this game before someone else takes that name. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. And then it just kind of unfolded from there. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I like that. that. That kind of answers my next question about it, which was... Uh, for someone who's in that similar mindset myself, what's the next step you would take to really jump out there? Uh, I always With, I always uh, kind of feel that same way. Like, I want to make yeah. all these games, but like, you know, there's there's so much out there and, and it's a lot of work. Oh, I definitely. just want to play the games. I mean, I just, like the first game was literally just, I wrote Bife Do Crimes in a note on my phone and then I just kept adding random things to it for like months and months before I actually sat down to try to do anything with it. And I originally thought it was going to be a hack of Honey Heist and be a one-page mm. TTRPG. It's 35 pages, and Dang. it's like my own system that I built while writing it. So <laughs> That's amazing. You just Congratulations to, on that. That's yeah, really cool. Thank you. Um, and then the other ones that I wrote were both for jams that, like, if you look at you see a, a game jam that is interesting to you, it can spark an idea. All right. And, yeah. <laughs> well, good to keep in mind. I appreciate the advice. Uh, maybe I will. Maybe I will step out there, <laughs> <laughs> put a little more on the table. But until then, I love to create stories and games. So that's what Let's we will do, do now, as we windshield wiper over to character creation. Um. So what, um, gosh, I, got, I don't know the best way to fluidly go over, so I'll make this rambling weird thing about me not knowing how to do it be the transition. <laughs> uh, what playbook did you choose? Uh, t- tell us about that. Um, I chose, do you want me to read the description of it too? Yeah, yeah, you can go ahead, um, tell us the playbook and, and that little tagline about it. 
the description. Okay. Uh, I chose the dancer playbook. Um, and it says, your inner fire is a song in your heart, not a voice in your head. The world will not quiet you. You are alive. Your care is intense, vocal, and lighthearted. Ooh, I like that. Is there anything in particular that reached out to you about that? Or or just kind of um, all around felt nice? <laughs> yeah, the. I mean, I was drawn to dancer because I am a dancer and I have played characters who are dancers before and it's really fun. Mm-hmm. Um, so I usually gravitate towards playbooks that have that sort of vibe. Uh, but also the description, um, your care is intense, vocal, and lighthearted. I was that like put the picture of what I wanted my character to be in my head. Ooh, before it, I had, I, I did not have an idea before that what I wanted to be. And then yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay, got it now. <laughs> As I'll always say, one of my favorite things about this game. <laughs> there's there's just all these little things that we get to see and be like oh my gosh i know what i'm doing with that yeah Um, i love that dancer was also the first character i made in wander home too so i'm also very partial to that it's a great it's a great playbook i was i was a squirrel (laughs) i was literally this morning i sat down to read the book and i was like i'm gonna be a squirrel and then i changed my (gasps) mind and you will find out (sighs) what it is oh my but gosh. <laughs> i was originally going to be a squirrel <laughs> that's amazing uh, okay and well then then let's let's keep on going with that then Let, let's talk about it uh go ahead and and give us your dancer's name and if they have pronouns and and you can talk about the the we can just go down the list sure uh my my character's name is adley they are a lemming they use they them pronouns. <laughs> uh, they are a very small, very round lemming with black, brown, and white fur. Uh, <laughs> oh my can I gosh. tell you why I chose a lemming? Yes, please. Okay, I was looking. I was I. I was like, I would like to be a rodent, and I was looking up rodents, and the lemming showed up, and I was like, Oh my goodness, what if I'm a lemming? But then I was looking at the lemming Wikipedia page, and there's a line at the end of the part of the section that says misconceptions there's a line that says lemmings do not explode oh my god and i was like i'm gonna be a lemming and then i went to look at google images for some pictures of lemmings and one of them that i clicked on uh has a title which is linked to an article and i have not read it and will not recommend it necessarily but it's called the article is called i was a teenage lemming god There's inspiration right there. And so I was like, I can't be any other type of animal now. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I love that. Uh, That's definitely more of a story than than me when I I chose me. (laughs) I was just like, I want to be a big fluffy rabbit. That's fair. And she's adorable. Um, (laughs) It may have led to my character being a little bit more magical than I originally intended. But... That's I hope that's okay. Amazing. Oh, that is so amazing. That's so okay. Um, do you want to... I have like a whole pitch written out. Do you want me to do that before we go through the different stages of character creation or should we do the stages first? Um, is there any... Is there is there one way that feels more fluid to you? Because <laughs> I'm obsessed now. <laughs> um, uh, I think... 
I don't I don't know which way would be more fluid. So it's probably easier for me to just start from where I started with my notes, which is the pitch. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's let's do that. Let's do, let's do that for now. Okay. Um, uh, okay. Uh, let me. So Adley, the the lemming dancer. Yes. Um, oh, that reminds me. I wanted to ask. You said that they were small. Um, yeah, I was how, listening to your how small uh, sizes because I'm. I'm at the big, beginning I'm of <laughs> your first episode, and I was like, "You're a five foot tall rabbit." Okay, I can't be the size of an actual lemming because they're four inches. You can too. You can if you want. That's totally valid. Um, I guess I, I could. I'm, can I get your attention found, though, as a tiny yeah. lemming? <laughs> that's that's the interesting thing. I think yes, we'll because it. there's definitely many ranges of sizes here. Um, th- Actual measurement of distances is literally the hardest thing for oh, my brain to ever comprehend. Same. same. Uh, <laughs> so I think Mina has also, throughout the past few episodes, grown to like six feet. Oh wow, love it. <laughs> um, you know what? I think I'm just gonna big. be tiny. I'm just gonna be tiny. I love it. Uh, yeah, th- and there's nothing wrong with that. And and. <laughs> I definitely think it is something that Mina would be aware of, being a person who lives in Haith. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, that people are, are all sizes. Her, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, and there's nothing wrong with that. And frankly, it's rude to inquire. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Okay, cool. I just wanted to get that image in my mind because <laughs> I always, I don't know if I did it, I did it wrong or if it's just. Adley is dwarfed huge. by Adley is dwarfed by most flowers. Is the idea? Oh, oh my gosh, I love that. Oh, also flowers can be huge too. Yeah, I was think, just thinking about that right before I said that. But. That's that's fine. Whatever we find is whatever is. Um, okay. Um, uh, now I, I guess I'll get off that sidetrack and let you continue. <laughs> continue. I do my pitch? Um, yeah, you, you okay. can you can do your pitch and, and go through these things. Adley is a sweet yet feral creature plagued by fits of clairvoyance they hardly understand and certainly will not acknowledge if you ask. Known to pop up from behind rocks and use tufts of grass as springboards in a frantic parkour dance, never seeming to settle, seedlings and mosses bursting from the soil in their wake. They will tap you on the shoulder to whisper in your ear about the pigeon god counting pennies on the third moon, then twirl away and suddenly pop their head down from a tree branch above you to shout, in two days you will trip over a tussock and sprain your left ear, only to somersault away in a sudden blooming of crocuses, having forgotten all about you. Whoa. That is amazing. Uh, tell me more. <laughs> tell me more. <laughs> uh, um, How do I sprain my ear? They don't know. <laughs> it's just got to happen, huh? Yeah. You know. Their, their clairvoyance is random and unhelpful, usually. <laughs> All right. Um, um, uh, do you want to go through the actual character creation stuff now? Yes, yes. Uh, let's keeping that in mind. Let's let's go through our character creation stuff, and then we can uh, talk about talk about that more and, and see see what's going on. 
Let's go see and meet meet Adley. Yeah. Okay. So so you've got a pick two list here. Mm-hmm. Um, two you are and two you wish you were better at. Um, uh, you also don't have to strictly choose from these. If there is like, if you want to stretch out, uh, feel more than welcome to. Yeah. I did choose from these, and this is part of how I built this character. So um, I love it. Uh, I will always be honest and frantic. I wish I was better <laughs> at being hopeful and focused. Oh no! <laughs> oh. Always got to throw yes. a drop of sadness in there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, do you have any ideas on how these um, is manifest? I mean. Obviously, a little bit, but but do you want to expand on them anymore? Adley is too hyperactive to think about the future beyond the things that randomly pop into their head that is clairvoyance. They don't recognize their clairvoyance, so mm-hmm. they don't understand hope less than that they don't know how to hope. It's that they don't see far enough ahead of like they don't see like a few minutes ahead of themselves when they're thinking outside of their clairvoyance if that makes sense so they're why would they have something to hope for (laughs) Um, hopefully we can figure that out there's lots to hope for in the world and they're just moving too fast all the time they're just like there's no time for hope there's no time for anything other than moving fast (laughs) all right well that's good. I will. Uh, <laughs> I, think, I think they might get along with Mina as uh, my my two things that I am are curious and trusting. Uh, so who knows? Maybe I, you you told me that my ear was going to be sprained and I followed you being like, what do you mean? <laughs> and, and the two that I'm not is proper and blunt. So I'll probably be stumbling over my words while you're stumbling <laughs> over running around me really fast. <laughs> I love this pair already. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe we won't actually get anywhere. <laughs> be in a field of flowers. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would not uh, be upset about that. <laughs> me neither. Uh, uh, so so you have a look as well. Um, yeah. Do you want to talk about... Adley's look, uh, yeah. three to four from that list, or or if you want to add some extras, I definitely added some embellishments on Mina. <laughs> um, Adler wears loose-fitting clothes. I'm thinking like a tunic, like a mossy green tunic, and then that's mm-hmm. it. Um, they have a flower crown that's in varying stages of deterioration every time you see it. You don't know when or where they replace the flowers from, but sometimes there are it's a full crown. Sometimes it's like falling off. Sometimes there's only one flower left, um, and a gleam in their eye. All right, I like that. Um, to frame Mina, I, I guess I haven't actually really used most of these. Um, Mina has a lunar calendar, a small set of reading glasses a map of the local moth towers and a sense that I'm in over my head. I think I've used that one probably. (laughs) Probably (laughs) most. Um, But maybe we'll get to see more of those as we we play. Um, And then I guess for reference, I'll read off my description of Mina. Mm -hmm. Um, 
She's a large, fluffy Angora rabbit, a humanoid, stands on two legs, etc., all those humanoid things, uh, broad-shouldered, and wears a newsy hat between her ears, <laughs> uh, which occasionally has a tuft of fur that's dyed purple sticking out the front. Um, and she wears a nice orange scarf that uh, she puts little little pins on that she collects. Aww. Uh, she collects them, she sticks them on the scarf. Uh, all right. And then we can... Um, we'll go over the, the, the one to the left, one to the right at the end, kind of once we have um, your character fully built, just mm-hmm. so we can see the bond between Mina and Adley. Um, but if you want to, to go over to your dances, uh, tell us a bit more about about what you dance for and, and what you'll gladly dance and never dance again. Okay, so I had to choose three dances that I will gladly dance and one that I will never dance again. Uh, I chose a dance you dance with the plants beneath the soil to inspire them to grow. This is some accidental plant magic, which I will come to again when I talk about my kith in a second. Yes. Uh, they, they, uh, They accidentally stole some plant magic and now it just follows them everywhere. That's why oh my things grow when they, wherever they touch the ground. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yes. Uh, I, most of their dances are accidental. Um, a dance you dance with the broken down to remind it what it was and it still could be. Um, I think this is the only one that is purposeful. I think this is what they have always done, which is that they, mm. they dance to make people happy and to make not necessarily... Uh, people or even living things they will they they don't discriminate they will dance before yeah. a, a broken you know wagon and hope that it helps <laughs> oh my gosh do, um, do we have we seen an image of, of them dancing in front of a broken wagon and then the plant magic happens oh, to yeah. put the wheel back on oh. <laughs> <laughs> they don't recognize that that they did that but you know <laughs> it's um, like oh that's a weird plant <laughs> And then the third one is a dance you dance with wild creatures to calm them and rejoice. And the way I thought of this one, because it says to calm them and my dancing is definitely not calm. Um, But I think it's that if they see wild creatures dancing, they will join in the dance and everyone else will stop and watch them because they're just kind of like taken aback by what's happening. And it gives everyone else a chance to take a break. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> they give you the dance floor but they rejoice but they re- like Adley likes that Adley is the one who is rejoicing in that they appreciate an audience okay <laughs> I like that All right. uh, the dance um, that I will never dance again is a dance you dance with the many small and forgotten gods to earn luck and wisdom ooh so. interesting <laughs> is that something you want to expand on or leave uh, it a little more mysterious I, either work. It, it is if I if you want me to talk about my kith that I made up now, that is yeah. where that comes in. Whatever time is good uh, and works out. You can also hold that off for a while if you want to keep us on the edge of our seats. Hmm. Uh, I don't know if it'll come up, so I'll I'll put it I'll say it now so that you have so that we know that it could come up. Um, Got it. So I uh, I made 
Mary's Moskin, the Shrew Godlings. Uh, it is a collection of fae-like shrew godlings who Adley petitioned for luck and wisdom, but instead gained unavoidable clairvoyance, accidental stolen plant magic, and a complete disconnection with the mundanity of the world around them. Uh, each individual shrew god is named is called Mary, um, and anyone who remembers them calls them the Moskin. <laughs> okay. Uh, and they're uh, they're following. Uh, Adley because they want their stolen plant magic back. Got it. Okay. So. so so I guess at the background of every scene we might see some interesting things going on that, uh-huh. that, that show us, oh hey, just so you know, there's still these gods following you. Mm-hmm. Um, only to the viewer. <laughs> Should I give their traits? Ah uh, yeah, go go, go. Um, excuse me. Go for that, yeah. Uh, one of their traits is miraculous. Offer to grant someone's wish in a way that won't work out the way they want it to. Um, no. And uh, cunning, get somewhere you're not supposed to be. Interesting. So. I like that. Um, is this, uh, since since we've established they're going to be, I guess, at least in the background of every scene, is mm-hmm. this something you're interested in exploring more of? Um, where where they might come in and actually do some of these things or or is it something you more of just kind of want to leave in the background as a flavor for for every visual we have i kind of like leaving it in the background i think if if you find a moment where you think it'd be interesting to bring them in then we could do that but or if either of us do but Mm -hmm. i think it's kind of funny to just have them you know uh, scenes in uh, in shows or movies where there's something going on in the background that is not supposed to be paid attention to. Yeah. <laughs> and you don't notice it's until just the like third there or fourth for time watching. Yeah. <laughs> that kind of thing. The Except wind it will be blows a lot more obvious. Somebody. Because yeah. we are doing an actual play. <laughs> yeah. But it's all the theater of our mind and hopefully the people listening's minds too. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Yes. Now I'm just thinking about it in the back of every sea and like somebody chasing their hat that's flying on the wind. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a shrew god falls out of a tree behind us. Like a little little far away yell. <laughs> Puts a finger to their mouth to say shush and then climbs back up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Um, and then <laughs> and then there's there's two things that you carry with you. Uh, why don't you go ahead and tell the table, I guess, me and the, the audience, <laughs> about them? Uh, so I chose a song you always whistle, caught by a qui- taught by a quiet mentor who no, long- who no longer dances. Um, I think it's a song that Adley has known since they were a child, and it is the only thing that calms them down ever, and it's the only way they can fall asleep, is they whistle this tune to themselves, and then they fall asleep. Oh. Um, do you have an idea of who the mentor is, or is it just no, kind of like somebody that you I knew? I do not know, and I do not know if Adley remembers them or just the tune. That's fair. Maybe Yeah, yeah that's true. It could just be the tune. Yeah. Um, and then the second oh. one is a dagger bestowed by a funny and raucous game, or gang of hyenas who consider you family. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, I think... I. <laughs> My vague idea of Adley's background before the whole shrew situation is that they kind of like 
wandered between several different found families, and one of those was mm. a family of hyenas. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> All right. I like that. Is there any specific memory from them that that you you carry with you? Maybe something linked to this dagger, or or was it more of a since you're leaving us, here's something that could yeah. potentially help you? I think it was that. Also, okay. I just thought of did the did the hyenas have a tiny dagger, a lemming sized dagger, or <laughs> am I carrying a dagger on my back that is bigger than me? <laughs> I think that is entirely up to you how you want to do that. Um, I guess it could, maybe it's like a shard off of one of mm. the larger daggers that they yeah. had. They like made a dagger uh, out of their own, out of a piece of one of theirs. It's yeah. Sticks. <laughs> yeah, like uh, here's this here's this thing. I was yeah. sharpening mine and uh, I think this that's shard what it is. I think off. it's too awkward to try to be able to dance and do parkour with a giant dagger on your back uh, that's bigger than you. I, you know, it's fantasy. Anything anything could happen. You can have a giant dagger and do the sick parkour. You know what? Sure. It's a two-handed broadsword for Adley. Oh, and they I carry it. it on their back. It's a two-handed broadsword if it was like wider than your head also yeah (laughs) (laughs) i love that image uh yeah we've got we've got a little lemming with a with a big dagger well a dagger (laughs) (laughs) it's a dagger they Uh, call it a dagger because the hyenas called it a dagger even though for them it's definitely a sword (laughs) all right does that mean that um when we see them like running through plants and whatnot that occasionally like a flower will get cut down yeah but then you know new ones are always growing in their footsteps so it's okay that's true that's true it's a new meaning of the rustling grass (laughs) yeah (laughs) instead of seeing a like trail of or like a a path through the the grass you just see new flowers popping up through the grass (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh i love that it's like uh it's like crop circles, but with yeah. flowers in the grass. Yeah. And not aliens. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, gosh. Uh, there is a fire truck. I live by the fire department. I don't uh, know if you can hear it. I did it. not hear it. Okay, well, that's good. I'm sure my recording did, but hopefully those people are getting the help they need. Uh, yeah. Okay. It's probably good by now. Um, all right. That's awesome. Uh, that's sort of the end of character creation. Uh, before we move on to to the bond, the things one, the the ask questions things to mm-hmm. the other character. Is there any? extra you would like to add on to to describe adley or or any think i've done stories <laughs> all right um then let's move on to uh making that bond between us we can also at this point talk about where we met like how we how we met mm-hmm. um and started journeying together 
Uh, and then after that, I've just got a few more questions before we can get into the actual play. Okay. Uh, do you have an idea for for one of these asks to the left questions? So the first question that uh, I was struggling with these questions, but the first one um, is why do I call you my best friend? And I know that Mina already has a best friend, but that doesn't mean that I cannot <laughs> call you my best friend. That's true. Um, and you can have multiple best friends. That's also true. Especially when one of them you left in your hometown <laughs> and made a promise to, uh, you know. Aww. <laughs> um, <laughs> the good stuff. <laughs> uh, are you supposed to answer this or am I supposed to answer this? Or do we answer um, it together? I mean... Yes, yes and no. We can ultimately do it however we want. Um, since since this is like a one-on-one -on -one situation, I'm definitely down to do opening the discussion, mm -hmm. uh, especially if you have an idea, because that puts less stress on me. <laughs> I do have an idea for the uh, first one. Uh, okay, yeah. probably yeah. help with the other uh, ones. Let's, let's hear it and we can, we can uh, expand it together. Sure. Um, so... You were also saying that we should talk about how we met. Um, I think the scene that I described in my character pitch is basically exactly what happened. I think that Adley, um, Adley is alone, like does not hang out in with other people very often. Mm. Adley is, is a loner, um, but they do like to talk to people and they do like to tell the nearest person whatever thought just popped into their head. And as you were walking by on your own, the thought popped into their head that there's a pigeon god counting pennies on the third moon. So they jumped up on your shoulder. They parkoured up to your shoulder to whisper that in your ear. Um, and then if you, because you had said before that uh, I, after I told you that you're going to sprain your ear, you would you may have chased after me uh, to find yeah, out more any, about that. Any of those to be like, what do you mean? Yeah. What is this pennies? <laughs> what are pennies? And I think that, I think that um, no one has chased after them before to find out more about what they're saying. Most people just see them as a pest and like swat them away. Mm. Um, so I think that they're like, oh, this person wants to talk to me. She's my best friend now. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Um, so. And maybe eventually I'll consider you a best friend as well. Um, but at the moment, I'm just like, you sound interesting. Uh, tell me more. Because uh, I'm trying to learn about the world. So mm -hmm. mine as well. I can write a note about the, uh, the pigeon god. <laughs> awesome. Um, uh, do you have another one that you want to talk about? Or do you want, uh, I guess I can ask some. Uh, eventually, I'll probably have to start making up my own. Mm -hmm. uh, but if you have one to ask, ah, uh, uh, let's see. What do I? Hmm. Okay, I will ask. Um, I think this is. Hmm. Because I guess. Okay, I need to just speak instead of <laughs> instead of questioning myself. I guess this could probably be maybe a reason that we decided to to keep journeying together as well. Um, partially, you're like, you're my friend now. And then um, I will ask, what is it about my job that appeals to you? Mm. Um, perhaps you've, you've found something about my work that 
um, yeah. excites you or that you're interested in. So you join me on my my journey to hand out letters. Yeah, no, definitely. I think that I just had an idea based on what you just said. I think that um, they, if you wrote down what they had first said to you about like the pigeon god, definitely did i think that they there's a scrap of paper yeah i think that they saw that note at some point in the next couple of days and like they had never seen their own thoughts written down and they didn't know that that was possible like they have they know how to read obviously they read the note Mm -hmm. but they didn't they didn't had never considered considered the possibility that they could remember things by writing them down because they always just forget everything Mm. they say as soon as it pops out of their mouth (laughs) And so they're right. they're like, I'm going to stay with you so you can write down the things I say so we don't forget them. All right. <laughs> I like that. Um, and eventually we can we can mail them to people maybe <laughs> so you can yeah. spread spread your knowledge further. Uh, they would be so excited to do that. <laughs> to know that that's possible. <laughs> hey, maybe that means you could become a moth dancer eventually. <laughs> Ooh, I should play a future game of Wander Home with Adley as a moth tender. <laughs> um. uh, okay, yeah. Uh, do you have any any more questions to expand I have on, or one that I'm kind of curious if you'd like to answer, and I don't have an idea for it. If you don't want to answer it, then we can just ignore it. But uh, why oh, won't right, you yeah. ever dance with me? <gasps> Hmm. Okay. Uh, maybe there's. Hmm. Maybe there's more to it. But the first thing that comes to my head is that um, Mina personally feels very clumsy. Mm. Not. Not by like a. Uh, not like a tropey standard of like oh, I'm the clumsy one, but uh, especially between the difference between our two, like sizes at mm. least. Uh, Mina's definitely like, I can't keep up with you. <laughs> <laughs> and if I try, I'm, I'm going to end up on the ground. Aw. Possibly yeah. spraining your ear. <laughs> oh my, that, honestly, that might be it. <laughs> She's like, you told me I'm just going to sprain my ear. What if I start dancing and it happens? <laughs> I can't risk it. <laughs> my ears are important to me. Yeah, I think that's probably it. Great. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, amazing. Uh, I think that is is everything um, for for our characters. We've built them up and connected them together as they ventured out into the world on their journey. Uh, I have two more questions for you before we end this part and then go on to our actual play. Okay. Uh, The first one is what are you looking forward to exploring most in the Heath? Hmm. Um. It's also okay if you don't have an answer for it or if you have just a simple answer of a location or or a feeling. Uh. Uh. Hmm. I don't feel like I know enough about the world around us yet to know what I'd be interested in exploring. 
but I am interested ex in exploring the friendship between these two creatures. <laughs> Perfect. That is a totally valid question or totally valid answer to this question. Because um, I guess I phrase it in that way, but it's less of like a location um, and more of just kind of like, what do you want to see in the game so we can frame where we go from there? Mm. Um, and exploring this friendship is definitely uh, super interesting and can be um, added to just depending on wherever we are. Because uh, exploring friendships is important. I, I love that. I'm, I'm all about that. It's not just about exploring the land. Uh, then, uh, my last question, I, I ask this uh, to every guest uh, so that by the end, or not even by the end, just as we play, uh, we collectively build um, interesting locations throughout the Haith. Mm -hmm. uh, what is, or I guess, um, what single a uh, physical attribute or, or location would you want to add to the world? Um, each guest has has added a place or a feeling or, or compounded on a previous one. Um, for example, my super nerdy four moons thing, uh, <laughs> where the one is tidally locked, uh, doesn't move. Yes. Um, we also have the whispering peaks, the the moving cave of secrets was another one. Uh, Amazing. And then, and, and then last time we had a compounding onto the the fourth moon, which was a mythology about it, where people, or at least one um, sort of religious group, believes that that's like the final resting place. Oh, um, yeah. Huh. So, so they they pray to moths to go up to the moon as the final resting place for spirits. Nice. I'm glad I picked the third moon for the pigeon god because I don't think anyone said anything about the third moon yet. Um, hey, you know those spirits could be hanging out with the third the, the, the pigeon the pigeon god counting those pennies. Um, but no, I had an idea. I think it probably I would like to tie it to the shrew godlings. I think that they um, come from a place that is um, basically like. Uh, fairy circles um, probably like a clearing no I think it's a meadow um, with like multiple inter like er, layered fairy circles of some of flowers some of um, stones some of mushrooms some of like just dirt where there are no plants growing and they're all like interlocking with each other um and you can get lost there which is kind of what happened to adley <laughs> but, wow that's cool uh do you have a specific called, name for this place uh, like they're not called fairy circles because i don't know if there's fairies in this world and they're shrew they're shrew godlings so shrew circles doesn't sound great but let's go to our handy dandy thesaurus.com <laughs> <laughs> uh, some synonyms for fairy are gnome goblin imp leprechaun boogie what about uh, 
I want to lean away from the fairies and fairy synonyms. Yeah, let's see. What about godling circles? Ooh. Yeah, I like that. We'll call them godling circles. All right. Um, let me double check my list. I think that's everything uh, for, for character building. Uh, do you have any last notes you want to bring up about Adley or or the world uh, before we take a little break and 